0: fans welcome to board check impact media's weekly drive through the neutral zone all the way into the empty net of the world of professional hockey preferably the nashville predators the carolina hurricanes the atlanta gladiators and of course our ksu owls i'm your host jeremy the impact york welcome in Let's go through the easy directions and pleasantries. If you would like to contact the show, you can email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. That is the universal email for everything Impact Media if you want to put board check or hockey or something in the subject line, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. I probably will be able to figure out your, uh, your uh, subject based off your question. Um, you can search for us on Facebook by searching Impact Media. Board check. Jeremy York, any of those fun things should find us. If you want to find us on Twitter, if you're one of those people who just likes to click a link, listen to a show... Then you want to go to at Team Impact Media on Twitter where you can do so. You can look at all of our uh, shows that are posted there and click on any of them you want. Click on all of them if you want. We appreciate it either way. If you uh, board check is our only show here at Impact Media that has its own standalone Twitter. You can find show notes, things about hockey, and uh, actually uh, a lot uh, some stuff about rugby including Rugby ATL. That is uh, another thing we've picked up with BoardCheck there. I mean, you got to think of it. Rugby is kind of like hockey in the off season. It's, it's a great sport. But you can find all of that at BoardCheck if you want to follow myself, which is uh, will include show notes, will include uh, just uh, a, a lot of different interesting things, or at least things I think are interesting fun things to do activities uh, places we find ourselves places we find you guys all kinds of fun things you can do so at the impact 99 on twitter triller TikTok, and instagram and of course as always you can find us anywhere you find a podcast including podcast one spotify the itunes store any of those fun amazing places if there's a place you regularly find a podcast that you cannot find us Please let us know. We will fix that accordingly. Lots to get into tonight. I know I said this is going to be a Sunday show, but it, just, it seems to work better for Monday because now we can catch the Sunday scores, which is something I definitely wanted to do from yesterday. I'm going to start with the Atlanta Gladiators tonight. We know the big excitement from last week. we got the brand new owners. Uh, Campbell and and, uh, Carter and Carter of course of the NFL Um, they had their kickoff weekend and they had all kinds of giveaways they had fun activities night one and night two they hosted the defending ECHL champions Florida Everblades and of course on night number three that would be last night they welcomed in for the first time of many, many, many times. Welcome in the brand new team in the ECHL and the now Georgia rival, state rival, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. We'll talk about that game in a minute. Let's start with Friday night. Friday night, opening night, they welcome in those Gators from Estero, or Estero. South Florida. We will say South Florida. Uh, They welcomed him in. This was a pretty good battle. Atlanta put three, count them three, one, two, three, in the back of the net in the first period. That was Kate Oliver, Reese Vitelli, and Brandon Schultz, who all had goals there. Uh, Robert Carpenter for the Everblades scored in the second. Not to be outdone. Gabe Gertler for our Gladiators did as well. And then Michael Neville scored in the third for the Everblades. But last time I checked, four is more than two. That equals a Gladiators victory. Uh, Tyler Parks with the win as he stopped 30-30 of 32 shots. Uh, fantastic win for him, by the way. Uh, and more importantly, uh, Tobitai, I, I still don't know how to say his name, and uh, Mikey Pellick, they both had two assists on the night. Cody Sylvester had one as well, along with Tim Davison, uh, Kylie, I think that was... I think that was all. Oh, no, Gertler had one as well. He went one and one. Uh, Just fantastic overall effort. Definitely good to start off with a win. So, hey, we started off in first place. What a great thing, right? So that moves us to night number two. Not only that, you knocked off the defending champions because this team and their team are pretty similar to last year. There's not a lot of differences in the championship team in here. So we move to night number two. And in period number one, Florida says, if you can do that, we can too. They put three on the board in the first period where Oliver Chow, Austin Crossley, and Joe Pendenza scored goals for the Everblades. We get to the second, and Atlanta answers back with two of their own as Tim Davison and Mikey Pellick. was my mic. Probably should been known to drop gloves maybe I should keep calling maybe I should just call him Mike sorry Mike but they add goals in the second period we get to the third period and Reese Vitelli adds a third goal but it was after Robert Carpenter and Robert Kalisti had already put a few in the net for uh, the Everblades once once again simple math says that five is more than three the Florida Everblades end up nodding the early series up at 1. Uh, we had backup goaltender uh, Tendick in and he stopped 23 of the 28 uh, shots on goal. Is it Lown? I'm going to go with Lown. Had an assist. Schultz had an assist. Gertler Olivier and uh, Kylie actually added two in the losing effort. It's all right. One on one. So now, as of last night, we welcome in the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Now, I will say this. I am a fan of great logos, great jerseys, great nicknames. Uh, That's why I may be maybe a gladiators fan i enjoy our colors i think we do a fantastic job i gives i give kudos to the swamp rabbits i think they do some pretty cool stuff too Uh, but the savannah ghost pirates figured this out they figured this out big time this this looks wicked cool still not as cool as our gladiators but this is wicked cool uh, I showed my nephews, who I took to their first game last year, and they enjoyed it, of course. And uh, I showed them what the Ghost Pirates logo and all looked like there, and they they liked it. They agreed with me. They liked the Gladiators better. But uh, uh, kudos to Savannah for... Uh, getting the logo and, the, and everything right. You guys are doing a good job. So, let's go to the game. And in said game, the Ghost Pirates score their first goal in this rivalry 58 seconds into the game. Yikes. Yikes, 58 seconds in. Now, the good thing is, the next goal was not scored till 14, almost 15 minutes into the second period. The bad news was it was... By the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Which is okay because then we go to the third period, right? And Vincent, uh, by the way, that was Pat Gway in uh, the first period, Marcus Calion Keeley in the second, and uh, then Vincent Marlowe scores and he plays for Savannah. Uh, not to be outdone though, Paul McAvoy gets Atlanta on the board. About 13 minutes into the third. And then Max Kaufman adds uh, adds the fourth goal. About 15 minutes in to pretty much seal the deal. Four is more than one. The Savannah Ghost Pirates. Notch win number one in this series. Uh, Parks stop 31 of 35 shots. Assists on the night go to Schultz and Olivier pretty good we we got a goal and two assists the only problem was they they, they got three more than we did but hey it happens right? it absolutely happens now next games on the docket they will not play until this Sunday where the gladiators will be in Orlando to take on the Solar Bears 3 p.m. start in that one if you're in the greater Orlando area and you want to go check out some great hockey. Solar Bears do a pretty good job too, uh, but our Gladiators will be down there. Uh, Go check them out. Now, I want to move to... I want to move to the KSU Owls. They had a game in Knoxville versus the... The uh, Tennessee Volunteers on Thursday. That's always tough during the week to make that trip. You know, it's it, it's part of it's just part of sports and, and traveling and hockey. I understand that, but uh, it's always tough to go to somebody else's building late on a on a weekday like that. But our guys did well, and the score definitely does not. Def- uh, does not tell the story of this game. Uh, the Owls were, were in this. They were battling. They these they don't give up. You know, there's a, a famous longtime coach in the area uh, where we're doing this podcast right now. He's a football coach. But he says the easiest thing you'll ever do is quit and go home. Well, one thing these KSU Owls will not do is quit and go home. They continued to battle, continued to battle, gave Tennessee... Everything they could. Everything, I mean, just sometimes shots don't fall. And unfortunately, uh, our owls fall in a close one, 8-3. to three. Now, keep this in mind. Some of you may think I'm reaching. I, I don't think I am. Uh, so our owls go up there, give Tennessee a battle on a Thursday night. Tennessee has to turn around either on Friday or Saturday and play the University of Georgia. Now, the Owls are better than the Bulldogs. That's Maybe that's just my opinion. Uh, I believe that's more public opinion. But KSU gives Tennessee a big battle on Thursday. Then Friday or Saturday, I don't remember the exact day. Do you have it pulled up? Maybe I do was on I think it was on Friday the Georgia Bulldogs beat the Tennessee volunteers in ice hockey six to nothing I know it doesn't score up on it, it doesn't show up on the score sheet I know it, it sounds more like a, a moral victory than anything but I feel like part of why Tennessee got blown out six to nothing the following night. Yeah, that was on Friday. The night after was because our owls took them pillar to post. I think we wore them out. I think we absolutely wore them out. I mean, don't you guys see that that's that's clearly what happened here? I mean, our guys clearly wore, wore out the volunteers so that when Georgia played them the following night, Tennessee had nothing left. They had nothing left. I mean... Think of it like uh, like a, like a Royal Rumble with WWE. Let's say you've been in the match for a long time and you finally you're able to get everybody cleared out of the ring, but the next guy comes out and you got nothing left and he easily throws you over. Now a lot of people would say, "Man, how easy was that? He just come in and tossed him out like he was nothing." Well, it's because the guy before had just battled. So I'm going to give Tennessee credit too. They they fought back and they gave our owls everything too lucky thing for us is we didn't have another game so uh i want i want to just you know shout out to the owls for taking it to tennessee i'm sure the bulldogs sent you guys uh i hope a fruit basket or something i mean gosh i hope they they thanked you at some point for kind of wearing out tennessee so that they could come in and easily beat them i think that's the least they could do right I think the least they could do. But either way, uh, the next time our Owls will play will be this Friday and Saturday. Um, in Clemson versus the Tigers. Yep, these aren't just football schools. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tennessee, Clemson, Kennesaw. They all play hockey too. They play hockey really well. But, uh, let's see, 10 p.m. start on Friday. Saturday is a 5 p.m. start. Uh, I know I will be keeping tabs while I'm covering college football this weekend. So, I will be keeping tabs on uh, the Kennesaw games, and hopefully you will as well. And, as we have been doing each and every week, let's preview, or let me tell you, Uh, a couple more people from the team Uh, tonight I'm going to talk about a handful of uh, I'm going to pretty much talk about the rest of the sophomores that I have not mentioned and I will say this now if you are a KSU Owls player if you support the team if you know the team if you know any of the players anything like that if I haven't mentioned them send me a message Maybe I, maybe I don't have them on the list. I, I used a preseason list for the list I have in my hand. I've tried to keep up as uh, as new faces have appeared. But hey, I want to mention everybody because everybody deserves to be mentioned. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the sophomores here. We've got center Owen Foster. He's the sophomore, as I said. We have right-wing sophomore Landon O'Neill. We have uh, Jack, I hope I get your name right. Uh, Winger, sophomore winger, Jack Lackley. Could be Lackley. I will go with Lackley. We've got, got to be his brother, Connor Lackley or Lackley. He is a goalie and a sophomore. Uh, We also have Daniel uh, Cottenoir. Maybe I'm saying your name. If hey, Here's another thing, too. If I'm not saying your name correctly, send me a message. Tell me how to say your name. I want to get it right. I want everybody to know who you are. But uh, he is a center, Daniel Quattanoir. And finally, I want to talk about Aiden Nulty, who is a forward and a sophomore on this team as well. So shout-out to all those amazing people. Owen Foster. Uh, Landon O'Neill. Jack Lackley, Connor Lackley, Daniel Quatnar, and uh, Aiden Nulty, and according to my list, that leaves me six freshmen to talk about next week. But uh, shout out to the Ice Owls, man! I I remember covering you guys years and years ago. I'm glad to add you guys back to the to the uh, glad to add you guys back to the uh, the rotation, and uh, we are we are I would say prelim talks. We are in talks of trying to uh, do some things together, and uh, I want to really promote the Ice owl. So if if my listeners want to know how they can get involved, contact the show. We will try to tell you all the ways to do that. When we can make them more public, we are going to do so. But the best way that you can support this team right now is to tell other people about them. Uh, Try to watch the games. Try to keep up on social media on uh, ksuhockey.com. You can find uh, KSU Ice Hockey on Instagram, Facebook, all those places. And make sure to... Uh, like i said keep up the best you can uh, you know give a shout out tell these tell these amazing people how how uh, great they're doing cuz they're doing some fantastic things and you know that's the best way to support them right now is to tell everybody about them the more people that know the better that w- and and to show up to games show up to games when you can uh, we definitely wish them the best here at board check and like i said we are we're going to try to get some things going. Definitely going to try to get some things going. Now, we're going to take a short break where we're going to learn about our friends from betonline.net. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little NHL. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online, where the game starts. And we're back here on board check. First part of the show, we talked about the Atlanta Gladiators. Uh, start starting one and two. That's fine. We split with the defending champs, and uh, we've never seen Savannah before, so they were able to get us. They're not going to get us next time. And then, of course, we talked about the KSU Owls as uh, they had they. Uh, had the very, very narrow defeat by the Tennessee Volunteers, although like I said, I think they softened up the Volunteers because the Volunteers got blown out the very next night. Just saying. And then of course they have the upcoming games with the Clemson Tigers uh, this Friday and Saturday in Clemson. That should be fun. That's that's a fun trip. I've been to Clemson a couple times for football. Uh, it'd probably be a fun trip for hockey so hey if you're not doing anything this weekend we'll take a fun little couple hour ride up there it's not really that far from from the Atlanta area Uh, you just hop on up I believe 85 and ride it practically all the way into Clemson uh, go support our owls now let's talk a little NHL we're gonna talk some NHL let's start with the Carolina Hurricanes the Hurricanes off to a, uh, a pretty pretty decent start up until now. Last week they they had a pretty interesting week. Last Monday they were able to defeat the Seattle Kraken or Kraken five to one goals by Sebastian Aho, Seth Jarvis, Sveshnikov doubled up and had two. Nook had one. And uh, Frederick Anderson with 22 saves out of 23 shots. I thought uh, and, and it was the power play goal that he gave up. So, you know, I, I thought that was uh, quite good. Then on Thursday, they went up to Edmonton. This was part of their big Canadian West, West trip there. They took on the Oilers. They unfortunately come up a little short, lost that one 4-6. Goal scorers: Festikov with a hat trick. That dude is on fire right now. And uh, Marty Nachos, another guy who is just killing it. Uh, with the other goal, Frederick Anderson stopped 22 or 27 saves, rather. Sorry, Frederick, I shorted you a few. 27 saves in the losing effort. And then on Saturday, up in Calgary, versus is that still the Molson Center up there? Does anybody know? Maybe that's the Molson Center. Uh, does it say? Does anybody know? Anybody? Nope. Nobody knows. Okay, we'll figure that out. But anyway, they go up to Calgary to on the Flames. They unfortunately lose this three to two in overtime as Sebastian Aho. And Calvin DeHaan, who recently acquired, recently signed Calvin DeHaan, had goals. And that one, 29 saves for Antti Ranta, who is by far one of the best backups in the league. Does it kind of suck to go up north and, and drop three games? Yeah. Or to or drop two of three? Yeah. But you beat Seattle. That's, that's going to help. Um... You still scored four goals against Edmonton. You scored two against Calgary and lost that one in overtime. I don't, I don't consider those bad losses. So uh, that moves us into this week, where later on tonight they face the Vancouver Canucks to finish up their Canadian trip. Then they get three days off. That's that's fantastic. Uh, that's 10:30 puck drop tonight on the East Coast here. And then on Friday, they will welcome in the New York Islanders for a 7 p.m. puck drop in Carolina. And on Saturday, they will go up to Philly to take on the Flyers, surging Flyers, 7 p.m. puck drop there. Let's move to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, not Carolina. I just said that. The Nashville Predators. I'm staring at the Predators logo and still said Carolina. It's been a crazy day. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about last week on Tuesday, they welcome in the LA Kings and uh, actually lose this one in a shootout, the regular or the game goals by uh, uh, Glass, Philip Forsberg, and uh, as you Soros with 32 saves losing effort there and in the shootout, uh, we had Glass that scored. We had Forsberg that scored. I think. No. Shootout, here we go. Shootout, the goals were by Velarde, which was, that was the only goal. Velarde, who uh, is a little dinged up, but he's, he's been quite good off, off the uh, start for L.A., uh, but Velarde had the long goal that ended up being the winner. Weird thing is, is Kevin Fiala, former Nashville Predator, Kevin Fiala took the first shot for the Kings in the shootout. Uh, good to see Fiala back in Nashville. Uh, sucks he's on the other team, but that guy did a lot of stuff when he was here. So uh, definitely appreciate appreciate him. On Thursday, they go up to Columbus and lose to the Blue Jackets 5-3. Uh, Trennan, Jeanneau, and Johansson all with the goals for the Predators. Lankanen stopped 37 shots uh, in a losing effort in that one. A lot of people think they're having a scoring problem. I don't think they're necessarily having a scoring problem. I think maybe you start shaking up some lines, start trying some different combinations, and I think things are going to turn around. Just, just me spitballing. Then, of course, on Saturday they went up to Philadelphia and lost three to one to the Flyers. Lone goal by uh, Matt Duchene. Matt UC Soros with 22 saves in the losing effort. Upcoming schedule, they actually get four days off, which I think they can use. I think they're a little banged up, a little banged around. I think they're going to be okay. No, nothing to really worry about this early in the season. Uh, they will not play until Thursday when they host the St. Louis Blues at 8 p.m. I think that's Eastern. I know it is on Hulu and ESPN Plus. No idea, but I think it's eight p.m. Eastern. And then on Saturday they will welcome in the Washington Capitals eight p.m. puck drop. There. Let's look at the standings real quick. The standings. Carolina currently sits third in the Metropolitan. Division with 7 points, behind Philadelphia with 8 and Pittsburgh with 9, and the Nashville Predators currently sit 3rd place in the wild card race with 5 total points. They are a point behind versus the LA Kings and Chicago Blackhawks. Which is, is surprising that Chicago has that many points this early on. But still so early in the game, you know. It's, it's so early in the season. It's time to still work some kinks out. It's You know, I kind of agree with, uh, with some of the Preds media. Some of the Preds media that, that has suggested that, um, you know, not sure the leash is that long on some of the things that you, you, you get maybe another week or so and then some bigger changes need to start happening. And that's not just necessarily trades or people fired or nothing like that. It's, you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's some shakeups try some different things out maybe uh the 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 power play has not been amazing that's one thing that that needs to to be fixed and i don't know if that means to jumble up the lineup or to take the second unit and put them on the on the first line the first line on the second or i don't know i'm not the coach i'm so, I, I just want to see what they they uh, kind of end up doing. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, there was a Nashville note I wanted to get into. And that, of course. Where is it? I had it. Um, oh, here we go. Um, on Saturday, General Manager David Poiles will, will be celebrating his 3,000th regular season game in NHL history as a general manager. Now, of course, he spent a lot of time with Washington before he he is now with Nashville, but he will be the general manager for his 3,000th regular season game on Saturday. That is incredible. I don't remember the exact number, but he is just a handful of wins away from some other giant magical number. But fantastic work by David Puyall, And, uh, you know, in Saturday, go to Smashville and help celebrate David's big night. Also with a big win. Because every night in Smashville is a win. You guys know that. Um, Just a few other notes before we got out of here. There it is. I wanted to mention... That we could potentially have a new Iron Man. We know Keith Yandel set the record uh, what late last year by playing in his 989th consecutive game, you know, in a row, which is a, a ridiculous streak. But it seems to that the Vegas Golden Knights. Phil Kessel, journeyman. He's been all over the place. He is just a hard-nosed, great hockey player. Uh, He is one game away from tying that mark. And I believe tonight versus the Maple Leafs at 10 p.m. is when... um, is when he will tie the streak with a chance to break the streak one night later tomorrow night against the San Jose Sharks in San Jose and uh, last time he missed a game by the way was Halloween of 2009 how many people that are listening to this show can remember what they were doing Halloween of 2009 I couldn't tell you what I did a Halloween of last year I know it was probably eat too much candy that's probably what it was but uh, that's the last time he missed a game, and he has not missed one since. Um, if everything goes well, because I, I definitely don't want to jinx that, as you guys can hear me knocking, knock on wood, his that 1,000th game in a row would be against the Arizona Coyotes in Las Vegas on no, November 17th, so about three, four weeks from now four weeks from now Uh, shout out to Phil Kessel whether I mean he's going to tie the streak we know that Uh, where he goes with it or just his his help from here on out just uh, Phil Kessel has been a fantastic player for so many teams in the NHL and he is by far uh, just a great all-around guy and player always wants to play Always ready to chip in. Always ready to do his part. Uh, You never hear bad things about Phil Castle. But just wanted to give him a shout out. That is all we have for tonight. Thanks for tuning in to another great edition of Board Check. We will see you guys next week. Go watch hockey. Go watch Canes. Go watch the Preds. Definitely watch the Gladiators. And definitely watch the KSU Owls. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses.